Leadership File on Premier. Welcome to the Leadership File, conversations that aim to change the way you lead. I'm Andy Peck. I'm joined this week by Tim Eldridge, Senior Leader of Presence Church, formerly New Life Church Harrogate in North Yorkshire. We join him ahead of a major conference he's involved with in July, being held in London entitled European Leaders Advance. So we're going to be chatting about his leadership of the church and the opportunities that the conference brings. So welcome, Tim, to the Leadership Farm. Hi, thank you for having me. Great, great to chat with you. Uh, how did you come to be involved in church leadership in Harrogate? Are you a, a Yorkshireman yourself? No, I'm not actually. I'm a Londoner. But uh, back in 82, I was asked to come up and help um, administrate a Bible college that was in Bradford. And uh, so I came up to do that and uh, through that got involved in the local church and uh, leadership uh, house groups. And then uh, we pioneered a church out of that church. And then after that, we were asked to come and take over an existing church, which was here in Harrogate. I see. Good. And and your own journey to faith? Obviously, you'd come to faith before 92. I did. Yeah, I was. um, I actually got saved at the age of six. Oh, wow. Uh, which was quite early on. I'd had a, a bout of uh, serious illness by that time, and uh, I'd also uh, had a, a, a bad fall. And uh, whether it was that or not, I don't know, but it, it kind of inquired what happens when you die, and that kind of led to a conversation with my parents. And I was kind of horrified they'd never said anything to me about salvation. So at that early age, I kind of dedicated my life and never looked back really since Wonderful. then. So which part of London are you? Uh, it was Hertfordshire, just north of oh, London. I see. Just up. Uh, yeah. yeah, good. So, um, now, you, many will know, guess from the, the, the title of your church, Presence Church, it's, and its former title, New Life Harrogate. Yep. Your church comes from the kind of charismatic end of the spectrum. Um, yeah. Your website talks about being prophetic, uh, yep. healing, and equipping. So how do these emphases, come, emphases sort of come about for you? Um, I guess it's kind of a journey, really. Um, we, uh, our, our church in Bradford was very much into healing and uh, prophetic in the early 80s. So it's not uh, been a, a huge surprise to us. But I guess I guess that whole Holy Spirit just uh, added a whole new dimension to to us when we came into that back in, uh, in the early 80s. And uh, just uh, bringing the whole gospel, really, and, and just the, the sense that God wants to speak to us today. Uh, obviously, any prophecy is not higher than the, the scripture. Um, but uh, but just the sense that he wants to speak to us personally, he, he has words for us. Uh, and, and it's more than just prophecy, it's a prophetic culture, which in fact uh, affects the whole church, not just one or two people. And uh, can, can you remember the first time you, you had a prophetic word as such? I did, yeah. I was trembling and, and worried that I was going to get it right. But like any gift of the Holy Spirit, whether it's speaking in tongues or healing or anything, you just have to step out. And so it's a question of, of faith. And uh, and uh, I can remember prophesying over somebody um, at the age of 19 with a, with another person next to me and uh, worried whether it was just me saying it or whether it was really God. But as I grew in confidence and began to see that these things came about true and people would come back and say that's that's spot on it, it gives you confidence to keep keep walking in that so um I, I wouldn't say i'm a person that gives a lot of personal prophecy but i think the prophetic culture enables um us corporately to hear what god's doing sure and and the healing side you, you remember the, the first, side, first time yeah. you prayed for someone for healing yeah the first time i ever prayed for someone we had a visiting ministry come to stay in our house uh, when i was small and um 
uh, he had a healing ministry and there was somebody in our church that had a leg shorter than the other and uh, he got me to pray and this leg grew six inches which was pretty dramatic wow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, after that i never had any doubts that god wanted to heal so <laughs> terrific oh, good stuff excellent now um the 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 the, the title the Pres- presence church moved, yep. you moved on from new life harrogate what was yes. what was the kind of thinking uh, well, presence has really been a part of our journey uh, in the last few years. I mean, pres- presence is presence of the Holy Spirit. It's presence, presence of God himself. Yes, yes. And uh, and so we don't want to get just gather around a word or gather around worship or gather around all those things that are really good. But we want to gather around him. And we don't want to just learn about him, but we want to we want him to be in our midst. It's a bit like uh, Moses said, unless your presence goes with us, we're not we're not prepared to go any further and and I guess it was that sense that we want to be a people of his presence and when he's present things happen Uh, people get healed people get set free uh, people get delivered Um, it starts to affect the atmosphere it starts to affect the town it starts to affect the region and so the more we just host his presence and we want habitation not visitation but the more we just do that and cultivate that in our life the more we just see things happening and so it's not out of strife, it's just out of rest and just saying, you know, we love him, his relationship with him, and we just want to cultivate that more and more. Now, for some um, some church leaders listening and maybe for some from a different theological persuasion, they, 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 they understand the concept of God being everywhere yep. uh, and the God, God being with his people. Yes. Perhaps they're a little bit uh, not so sure about what you're describing in terms of if you like, the felt presence, the manifest presence, the, the sense sure. that God is, is doing things in their midst. Perhaps you could unpack that for maybe for folk who are unfamiliar with this language. Yeah, I understand that. I, I, I kind of grew up in a Baptist church and that, that language wasn't used. Um, but over the years, I've seen God move, uh, not just in meetings, but in, in people's lives. And uh, we would probably call that the manifest presence um, as opposed to the omnipresence, which is God everywhere. And when his presence is manifest, um, different things begin to happen. And we're not seeking those things to happen, but they're just indications that he's there. So if I look at an exit sign on a building, um, the exit sign is pointing to something greater than the exit sign. It's pointing to usually a doorway to go through. And when when signs happen, when God's present in the room, some people might shake, some people might cry, some people might laugh, you know, all sorts of different manifestations. The focus isn't really on those. It's on the fact that he's in the room and he wants us to have a deeper encounter with him. And uh, I've seen people set free. I've seen people um, literally got healed or, or all kinds of things just when he's present in the room. And really, he, he wants to be present all the time. And, and it's an awareness. It's cultivating the awareness that he's there. And it's having a, a big awareness of him than our problems. And when that does, uh, when we do that, um, people people start to change. Things happen. And uh, so we want deeper encounters with him. And uh, we're not just seeking experiences, but we're seeking to change and, and transform. And when we transform, we start to transform our towns and cities around yeah. us uh, because it's happening inside of us. Sure. So we've seen people set free uh, from addictions or uh, you know, illnesses. Uh, we've seen people just literally come to life, and they may have been Christians all their life, but just that sense of he's in the room and he's a good dad and he wants to wants to love us and give us good things. Wonderful. So, I, obviously, you make it a, a practice, I guess, to to invite God specifically to 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 be with you. Yes. Yeah. You're not just assuming it happens because Christians are gathered. 
is what I'm no, saying. No, I, I, I mean, there is a sense that he's with us, mm. omnipresent. But I think if we cultivate the welcoming of the Holy Spirit, the welcoming of him in the room, then uh, I think it, it's really uh, a releasing of control and saying we want you to do what you want to do here today. And when, when we do that, he does do stuff. And, and sometimes it's a little scary because it's out of our control. But, uh, you know, he's a gentle person. He doesn't, he doesn't force anything upon us. But when there's a bunch of people that really want to seek him, uh, then he shows up. And uh, that's, that's the kind of place that I want to be. And not, not just in meetings, but in workplace, in homes, um, wherever. You know, it's, it's, it's transformed my life. It's transformed my family's life. It's transformed our church life. And it's beginning to transform our town and our region and, and hopefully this nation too. Yeah, amen. Uh, you, you, you mentioned uh, transforming the town. Uh, yeah. Maybe you could mention some of the things you, you get involved with as a church. Yeah, we have many, many different things. Um, our vision isn't just for us as a church. It's to impact our, our town and our region and, and, and beyond. So... Uh, some of those initiatives have come from other churches, but we choose to support them. So there's things like uh, um, uh, Street Angels, things like that. Um, uh, we we also uh, started doing some years ago. A lady came to us and said she wanted to do hugs on the street. And I said, what's hugs on the street? Mm. Sounded a bit weird to me, but she got a team together, went out, just uh, held a sign up saying free hugs. And we were amazed at how many people just had... Um, uh, an encounter with God just by giving them a hug. And uh, one lady, I can remember, she uh, hadn't had any physical hug for 40 years. Oh, and she boy. just wept as somebody oh. just hugged her. And she just <laughs> felt the love of God. And no one said anything to her. No one prayed. But she just said, why are you guys here? And there's been a team pretty much for the last four or five years just doing that, just standing in the town center for a couple of hours every Saturday and just expressing the love of God through a hug. Wow, isn't that terrific? Um, there's other things we do uh, um, we support food banks all those kind of usual things but we have had uh, healing rooms for the last uh, six years um, which uh, a number of churches are involved in and we get people from wide area come to that we do inner healing called Bethel Sozo um, which is really kind of a, an encounter with Holy Spirit Father Jesus and uh, so many people set free through that kind of thing and then we do other initiatives uh, conferences resource in this local church um we've uh, do a children's curriculum which has gone all over the world literally and uh, just bringing bringing the uh, experience of holy spirit into into young children's lives at an early age there's no junior holy spirit it's the same for all of us so Indeed. there's lots of different things that we do and uh, you know most of those things are coming out of the initiatives of people in the church they're not sort of leadership led they're they're just in the environment of freedom, in the environment of apostolic, these things just emerge. One of the more recent things that's happened is uh, a project called Beulah 62, um, which uh, is a biblical uh, meaning, means marriage, but it's actually a building and a street uh, in Harrogate called Beulah. And uh, it's become an arts uh, focus, a building full of arts, and just really impacting the community uh, in a way that... Uh, church perhaps hasn't done directly uh, lots of people coming into that building being impacted through the arts of, of whatever kind and affecting um, all sorts of people and, and support for the mental health and education and uh, uh, the community in a way that probably wouldn't connect with church directly 
So lots and lots of different initiatives. So it's, that's just a flavour. I mean, just too many to, to say. Missions teams going out to not just the town uh, and to the area, to other churches, to other nations, just pop in all over. Wonderful. Well, you're listening to The Leadership File with me, Andy Peck. I'm joined this week by Tim Eldridge. He's the Senior Leader of Presence Church in Harrogate in North Yorkshire. We'll be back just after this. Welcome back to The Leadership File with me, Andy Peck. I'm joined this week by Tim Eldridge. He's the Senior Leader of uh, Presence Church, uh, formerly the New Life Church in Harrogate in North Yorkshire. Uh, we join him ahead of a, a major conference he's involved with in July, and we're going to talk about that a little in the second half of the show. Uh, Tim, the, the the conference is the European Leaders Advance. It's, yeah. it's not the first time this has been held, is it? Uh, I, no, we've had two um, the last two years in Harrogate. Hmm. Uh, the, uh, the third one is in London, the first three days of July, and then it's back in Harrogate next year. Um, there's a kind of story, I'll tell you why we came to London, but... Um, Really, uh, we've been doing conferences for 15 years, and they just grew and grew and grew in size. And then the last few years, we felt we had more of a mandate to leaders. And, um, and so that's how this conference came about. And it, it, originally, the, the target was sort of 1,000 people, but it kind of was totally oversubscribed in the first year. And so now it's sort of uh, around about 2,000 mark. And okay, so, so tell me about the, um, uh, the speakers at the European Leaders Advance. Okay, well, some years ago, uh, we connected with uh, Bill Johnson and his leadership team at Bethel Church, Redding, California. And uh, the first time I went there, uh, I walked in and thought, this just feels like home. It was a very much a kingdom culture type of environment. And uh, I grew up on, on sort of teaching of kingdom and covenant. Um, but this felt different in the sense that the packaging was much more grace and love and I just felt this just feels like home so I came back and asked my leadership team to come with me uh, on the next conference and uh, we went out there and God really impacted all of us and as a result of that the whole church and we've been on that journey since then so we introduced many many other leaders to to these guys um, something like a thousand churches in the UK have had some connection or other and we're, we're not agents for them, but we just love the teaching and love love the uh, journey that they've been on themselves over 30 years. And it's it's resonated with many many people in the UK and Europe. And I think one of the one of the major things has just been to give courage back to leaders and churches in the UK that God's God's still on His case. He's still out working His purposes, and uh, there's tremendous hope. And uh, that's that's been a huge ingredient for many, many leaders. And so this conference is really out of that. We connected with those leaders about 10 years ago, had a great friendship with them. They've come come over for the last 10 years in one, one form or another. And then the last few years, we've had the senior leaders from Bethel come and do this conference. And so the, the, the key themes would be, you know, the goodness of God, um the you know to, to expect great things of God uh, obviously Bill Johnson's book uh, yes. you know heaven heaven on when heaven invades earth when heaven invades earth yeah oh, it would be, be one book that some would have heard of yeah I mean there's many books and resources that have come out of that that church over over the years but basically it's a message that uh, we owe the world an encounter with God and uh, and to bring heaven to earth and uh, bring people into an encounter with with god and once they do and once they experience that their lives are completely changed and uh, um and so the emphasis on is on bringing people into encounter with god and that that might be through healing it might be through the prophetic 
Um, but it's it's more than just those two things. It's it's really about relationship with God and just just experiencing that. And many people don't get healed up. They they might join a church or attend or just get involved with some task, but their hearts are never healed up. And uh, so that emphasis is is all all part of that package, and it resonates with people once they hear it. And and the kind of conference it is uh, is it lots of small smaller seminars with major major addresses as no well, it or? tends it tends to be um large we we are looking at doing some smaller seminars but actually when, when we've asked people in the past they've said no they just want to stay and hear the messages yeah um they uh they're, they're great communicators there's there's it's like uh 10 layer deep <laughs> richness in in word and so when people hear it they just want to hear that and and probably listen to it again afterwards and um, and so we tend to just keep it as a as a conference in in main sessions rather than breakout sessions. Um, uh, at least that's that's the format that most people mm-hmm. most people want. Uh, and typically, uh, you know, the speakers will give opportunity for for ministry at the end of end yes, of there's ministry usually at the end of each session. Um, we have uh, the Bethel School itself. Um, uh, they run a, run a school. Uh, there's something like 10,000 uh, alumni worldwide, and a thousand of those are in the UK. So whenever we do this conference, we contact those alumni and say who would like to come and be part of the ministry team. They're used to doing that, and so we have about a hundred in London uh, next month um, of alumni that that uh, are used to to the way that they work at Bethel, and they they come and be part of the ministry team for us. Now, of course, I need to ask the question that the skeptics ask. And uh, yeah, go ahead. Being, being Brits, you know, what, why do we need to listen to Americans? And why, you know, why is why, why can't God speak through Brits in in this kind of fashion? I suppose is is, yeah. is what some would say. Um, yeah. how, how do you respond to that kind of uh, concern? Well, I, I think first of all, I'm kingdom minded rather than nationality minded. So I'll listen to whoever. And we over the years we've had people from all sorts of nations. Ne- mm. Next week here in our church, we've got somebody from Australia. So. I, I, I'm not uh, particularly yeah. fussed which nation they have. If they're yeah. carrying the word of God, that's what really interests me. Yeah. And uh, there's favour on Bethel at the moment, and uh, we've been we've been tremendously blessed by by those. The fact that they're Americans is is irrelevant to me. However, what I have seen is a huge rise of of uh, ministry in Europe. And uh, the reason we do the European Leaders Advance as opposed to the Leaders Advance in America is because there's so many leaders across Europe that are catching the same uh, wave, as it were. And uh, we we hope in the years to come that many of those will be speaking because there's many, many gifted people. And I'm involved with with, uh, many of those ministries right across Europe now. In fact, this weekend I'm off on a retreat with some of them. But um, there's a real desire amongst Europe to reach Europe. And whilst Americans and other nations might come and deposit stuff with us, uh, teaching or impartation, really it's up to us to reach our own continent. And so uh, so I'm really encouraged, even in the 10-year spate, uh, I'm just encouraged the number of uh, healthy European ministries that are emerging in just about every nation. So, so uh, really encouraged by that. And in terms of uh, reading material, uh, Tim, yep. obviously lots of leaders listening, looking for um, you know books that can nourish and help and support them. Yep. In their, in their, have you got particular authors that you appreciate or books that have impacted you over, over the years? Yeah, I, I read a wide range of different books, but um, some of the ones that have really helped me, you mentioned earlier uh, Bill Johnson's book, When Heaven and Aids Are 
Invades Earth. That, that was a great book. Um, he also wrote another one, The Supernatural Power of a Transformed Mind, which, in, in my opinion, is even better. Um, there's lots of other books that have come out of that house, um, Releasing the Power of Jesus, uh, Face to Face with God. They're all by Bill. There's Healing Unplugged. Um, there's Momentum that was written by his son that's really largely taken over the local church there in uh, <clears throat> in uh, Reading. And then his associate, Chris Fallerton, has got a book, The Supernatural Ways of Royalty, which is really about um, identity. Um, there's, there's so many different, I couldn't couldn't go through all of them. Spirit Wars was another one that he wrote. Um, you know, there's just, there's just so many different books. Culture of Honor by Danny Silk, um, Loving Your Kids on Purpose. All, all those books are, are, are hugely helpful, and I know many, many people that have been personally helped them. Further afield, there's other other authors and, and stuff that I've been really impacted by. Um, but I think I think at the moment there is favour on that house, and it's just just uh, been a, a huge blessing to us as a people and a, as a movement in this in this country too. Uh, well, I guess it, time uh, has almost defeated us, uh, yeah. Tim. But uh, with this, uh, just time to mention the website details and how people can get involved in the conference themselves. Um, uh, europeanleadersadvance.org uh, and uh, you can go on there and you can either register there's a few places left for London uh, which is next month or you can register for Harrogate if you fancy a, a weekend away next year, August 1st to the 3rd of August next year and uh, the bookings are, are, are open for those um, already so, so it's the first, first to the third of July, isn't it? This, first to the third of July this year in and London. I, I noticed it's Central what, Hall. It's fifty fifty pounds a day, so it's one hundred and fifty one. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, uh, many many people say it's the best conference they've ever been to, and that's their then not us in terms of value for money. So uh, it's at Westminster Central Hall. Um, it's it's well worth coming along. And I believe if you go to the Facebook page, you get um, Bill Johnson himself speaking a little bit about. There is. There's a. Yeah, there's a video announcement. He he really really likes coming, and uh, he's committed to come for the next few years. So uh, we really appreciate the, the time and investment that they've put in in coming over here. And uh, just like I say, the impact that it's had on many, many ministries in the UK and Europe uh, that have really found their courage again, their their hope again, and, and just, uh, just the amazing turnaround that's happened in the last 10 years is... is tremendously encourage me and other leaders well tim thank you very much and if uh, if you're listening and you're you're thinking yeah this 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 could resonate with me then why not uh, why not book up uh, as soon as you can to make sure you get some of those last tickets so so yeah. thank you tim very much for for your time thank you andy i've been you've been listening to the leadership file with me andy peck joined this week by tim aldridge the senior leader of presence church uh, formerly New Life Church in Harrogate in North Yorkshire. Uh, do uh, log on to Premier's own website, premier.org.uk, and you can listen to archived versions of Leadership File. Uh, just uh, type in Leadership File under Search, uh, and you'll get to it. Or, or subscribe via iTunes, uh, via Premier or iTunes Direct. I very much hope that you'll join me again next Sunday at 3.30. Thanks for tuning in. 
You've been listening to The Leadership File on Premier. Andy Peck serves as a tutor at CWR, a Christian charity whose courses and publications aim to apply God's word to everyday life. Contact him via email apeck at cwr.org.uk. Thank you.